The countdown of the time is ticking, and soon everyone is chanting the seconds for the new year to come. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, poof! And it's the new year. <sighs> but haven't you ever thought how humanity knew when a new year was approximating? How did they calculate it correctly? What about the first name of the month? <sighs> questions, questions, and more questions. Can't someone bring us these answers already? Well, you're in luck because your girl here has been kind enough to do it for you. Now remember y'all, all information was gathered from various sources for educational purposes. I'm Joyce Grace, and this is Shots of Endorphins. Seriously, sometimes I can take the cake out of these topics, but eh, what can I say? I'm a curious being, like y'all have noticed. And I have always been taught that sharing was caring. So in this episode, we're going to learn how New Year's was formulated and a few other facts along the way about New Year's. And you can most definitely thank Julius Caesar, Pope Gregory XIII, and 2000 years of calendar controversy for our New Year's date and calendar system. Because all global civilizations have been celebrating the start of New Year for at least 4000 years or so. As y'all obviously have known by now, most New Year's festivities begin on December 31st, which is New Year's Eve the last day of the Gregorian calendar, and continue into the early hours of January 1st, New Year's Day. This would also mean that attending parties, eating special New Year's food, making resolutions for the new year, and watching fireworks displays are usually common events to look forward to on that special day. But throughout history, humans have changed the date of when the year would start. So far, January 1st has stuck through for decades and is the most recognized date to Americans and most Western civilization and is spreading across the world. Now, the first recorded New Year celebration traces back to Mesopotamia. 4,000 years ago, the ancient Babylonians kicked off an 11-day festival called Akitu. This event was followed by the first new moon after the vernal equinox in late March in which the Babylonians of ancient Mesopotamia would honor the rebirth of the natural world with the Akitu festival. It is believed to have been deeply intertwined with religion and mythology. During the Akitu, statues of gods were paraded through the city streets and rites were enacted to symbolize their victory over the forces of chaos. Through these rituals, the Babylonians believed the world was symbolically cleansed and recreated by the gods in preparation for the new year and the return of spring. The name Akitu is very ancient. In the 3rd millennium BCE, the Sumerian population of South Mesopotamia celebrated the festival of the sowing of barley. It was celebrated in the first month of the year, which partook in March or April. In the Babylonian calendar, this month was known as Nisanu, which in the modern Jewish calendar, it's still called Nisan. Since the festival was celebrated on the first days of the Babylonian year, it can be called a New Year's festival. 
In fact, the ancient Babylonians called it Res Satim, the festival of the barley sowing. The Roman New Year also originally corresponded with the vernal equinox, but years of tampering with the solar calendar eventually saw the holiday established on its more familiar date of January 1st. But for the Romans, the month of January carried a special significance. Why? Well, in the early Roman calendar, it consisted of 10 months and 304 days, with each new year beginning at the vernal equinox. According to tradition, it was created by Romulus, the founder of Rome in the 8th century BC. A later king by the name of Numa Pompilius is credited with adding the months of Januarius and Februarius. Over the centuries, the calendar fell out of sync with the sun, and in 46 BC, the Emperor Julius Caesar decided to solve the problem by consulting with the most prominent astronomers and mathematicians of his time. He introduced the Julian calendar, which closely resembled the more modern Gregorian calendar that most countries around the world use today. So this brings us back to the significance of January. Its name was actually derived from the two-faced deity named Janus, the god of change and beginnings. Janus was seen as symbolically looking back at the old and ahead to the new, and this idea became tied to the concept of transition from one year to the next. Romans would celebrate January 1st by giving offerings to Janus in the hope of gaining good fortune for the new year. This invited people to make traditions out of this date by celebrating by offering sacrifices to Janus, exchanging gifts with one another, decorating their homes with laurel branches, and attending boisterous parties. This day was seen as setting the stage for the next 12 months, and it was common for friends and neighbors to make a positive start of the year by exchanging well wishes and gifts of figs and honey with one another. Most Romans also chose to work for at least part of New Year's Day, as idleness was seen as a bad omen for the rest of the year. In ancient Egyptian culture, it was closely tied to the Nile River, and it appears this New Year corresponded with its annual flood. According to the Roman writer Censorinus, the Egyptian New Year was predicted when Sirius, the brightest star in the night sky, first became visible after a 70-day absence, better known as heliacal rising. This phenomenon typically occurred in mid-July, just before the annual inundation of the Nile River, which helped ensure that farmlands remained fertile for the coming year. Egyptians celebrated this new beginning with a festival known as Wapet Renpet, which means opening of the year. The new year was seen as a time of rebirth and rejuvenation, and it was honored with feasts and special religious rites. Not unlike many people today, the Egyptians may have also used this as an excuse for getting a bit tipsy. Recent discoveries at the Temple of Mut show that during the reign of Hashepsu, the first month of the year played host to a festival of drunkenness. This massive party was tied to the myth of Sekhmet, a war goddess who had planned to kill all of humanity until the sun god, Ra, tricked her into drinking herself unconscious. In honor of mankind's salvation, the Egyptians would celebrate with music, sex, revelry, and copious amounts of beer. 
One of the oldest traditions still celebrated today is Chinese New Year, which is believed to have originated over 3,000 years ago during the Shang Dynasty. The holiday began as a way of celebrating the new beginnings of the spring planting season, but it later became entangled with the myth and legend. According to one popular tale, there was once a bloodthirsty creature called Nian, now the Chinese word for year, that preyed on villages every year. In order to frighten that hungry beast, the villagers took to decorating their homes with red trimmings, burning bamboo, and making loud noises. The ruse worked, and the bright colors and lights associated with scaring off Nian eventually became integrated into the celebration. Festivities traditionally last 15 days and tend to center on the homes and the family. People clean their houses to rid them of bad luck, and some repay old debts as a way of settling the previous year's affair. In order to encourage an auspicious start to the new year, they also decorate their doors with paper scrolls and gather with relatives for a feast. Following the invention of gunpowder in the 10th century, the Chinese were also the first to ring in the new year with fireworks. Since Chinese New Year is still based on a lunar calendar that dates back to the second millennium BC, the holiday typically falls in late January or early February on the second new moon after the winter solstice. Each year is associated with one of 12 zodiac animals, the rat, the ox, the tiger, the rabbit, the dragon, the snake, the horse, the goat, the monkey, the rooster, the dog, and the pig. While it is still celebrated in Iran and other parts of the Middle East and Asia, the roots of Nauruz, or New Day, reach far back into antiquity, often called the Persian New Year. This 13-day spring festival falls on or around the vernal equinox in March and is believed to have originated in modern-day Iran as part of the Zoroastrian religion. Official records of Nauru's did not appear until the 2nd century, but most historians believe its celebration dates back at least as far as the 6th century BC and the rule of Achaemenid Empire. Unlike many other ancient Persian festivals, Nauru's persisted as an important holiday even after Iran's conquest by Alexander the Great in 333 BC and the rise of Islamic rule in the 7th century AD. Ancient observances of Nauru's focused on the rebirth that accompanied the return of spring. Monarchs would use the holiday to host lavish banquets, dispense gifts, and hold audiences with their subjects. Other traditions included feasts, exchanging presents with family members and neighbors, lighting bonfires, dyeing eggs, and sprinkling water to symbolize creation. One unique ritual that aroused around the 10th century involved electing a Narosian ruler, a commoner who would pretend to be king for several days before being dethroned near the end of the festival. Naruz has evolved considerably over time, but many of its ancient traditions, particularly the use of bonfires and colored eggs, remain a part of the modern holiday, which is observed by an estimated 300 million people each year. In Spain and several other Spanish-speaking countries, people bolt down a dozen grapes symbolizing their hopes for the months ahead, right before midnight. 
In many parts of the world, traditional New Year's dishes feature legumes, which are thought to resemble coins and herald future financial success. Examples include lentils in Italy and black-eyed peas in the southern United States. Actually, in some cultures, pigs represent progress and prosperity. The pork appears in the New Year's Eve table in Cuba, Austria, Hungary, Portugal, and other countries. There are also ring-shaped cakes and pastries, which is a sign that the year has come full circle. Round out the feast in the Netherlands, Mexico, Greece, and other places. Meanwhile, in Sweden and Norway, rice pudding with an almond hidden inside is served on New Year's Eve. It is said that whoever finds the nut can expect 12 months of good fortune. Other customs that are common worldwide include watching fireworks and singing songs to welcome the new year, including the ever-popular Auld Lang Syne in many English-speaking countries. The practice of making resolutions for the new year is thought to have first caught on among the ancient Babylonians who made promises in order to earn the favor of the gods and start the year off on the right foot. In the United States, the most iconic New Year's tradition is the dropping of a giant ball in New York City's Times Square at the stroke of midnight. Millions of people around the world watch the event, which has taken place almost every year since 1907. Over time, the ball itself has ballooned from a 700-pound iron and wood orb to a brightly patterned sphere 12 feet in diameter and weighing in at nearly 12,000 pounds. Various towns and cities across America have developed their own versions of the Times Square rituals, organizing public drops of items ranging from pickles in Dillsburg, Pennsylvania, to possums in Tallapoosa, Georgia at midnight on New Year's Eve. Now, here's a few memorable events that have happened on New Year's Day in different time frames. 1502 Portuguese explorers landed in Guanabara Bay on the coast of South America and named it Rio de Janeiro, which is also translated as River of January. Rio de Janeiro is currently Brazil's second largest city. 1660 Samuel Pepys began his famous diary in which he chronicled life in London including the Great Plague of 1664 and 65 and the Great Fire of 1666. 1776 During the American Revolution, George Washington unveiled the Grand Union flag, the first national flag in America. 1801 Ireland was added to Great Britain by an act of union, thus creating the United Kingdom of Great Britain and Ireland. 1863 The Emancipation Proclamation by President Abraham Lincoln freed the slaves in the United States rebelling against the Union. 1877 Queen Victoria was proclaimed Empress of India. 1892 Ellis Island in New York Harbor opened. Over 20 million new arrivals to America were processed until its closing in 1954. 1901 The Commonwealth of Australia was founded as six former British colonies became six states with Edmund Barton as the first Prime Minister. 1915 During World War I, 
The British battleship Formidable was hit by a torpedo in the English Channel, killing 547 crewmen. 1942 26 countries signed the Declaration of the United Nations in Washington, D.C., reaffirming their positions to the Axis power and confirming that no single nation would make a separate peace. 1958 the EEC, which is the European Economic Community, known as the Common Market, was formed by Belgium, France, West Germany, Italy, Luxembourg, and the Netherlands in order to remove trade barriers and coordinate trade policies. 1959. Fidel Castro seized power in Cuba after leading a revolution that drove out dictator Fulgencio Batista. Castro then established a communist dictatorship. 1973. Britain, Ireland, and Denmark became members of the Common Market, EEC. 1975. During the Watergate scandal, former top aides to President Nixon, including former Attorney General John Mitchell, Domestic Affairs Advisor John L. Richmond, and Chief of Staff H.R. Haddleman, were found guilty of obstruction of justice. 1979. China and the U.S. established diplomatic relations 30 years after the foundations of the People's Republic. 1993. Czechoslovakia broke into separate Czech and Slovak republics. 1999. 11 European nations began using a new single European currency the euro for electronic financial and business transactions. Participating countries included Austria, Belgium, Finland, France, Germany, Ireland, Italy, Luxembourg, Netherlands, Portugal, and Spain. Let each new day be a clear page in your amazing journal. I wish you a great year ahead full of joyful moments. May God bless you and your family with an abundance of happiness, gratitude, health, and love throughout the new year. For when the shade of the past year fades, a new ray of hope emerges as well. May this light cover all your darkness and lead you to the light of the Creator and open your understanding for more knowledge and wisdom each day. This episode on Shots of Endorphins was produced by me, Joyce Grace, and a shout out to my research team. If y'all enjoy Shots of Endorphins, well, you're in luck. This podcast has its very own website now, so you can visit and listen to the podcast at shotsofendorphins.com. You can help support us by clicking on the support tab as well. You can also follow the show on Facebook and Instagram by searching up Shots of Endorphins or subscribing to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or any other streaming services you're listening to. And when you do, don't forget to shoot me a greeting. It's nice to meet new people. As always, thanks for listening. And don't forget to smile.